This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. You never, you, you never envied the process. So when I was in the process, you never envied it. So that you don't have any right to envy my glory. You know why? Glory has depth. And it can kill. Glory. There is a weight that glory, is, that glory carries. So if you, if you... That's why sometimes you see that some people are envying some people and they are prospering the more. And you are running into depression. Because the glory carries weight. It took time before the person got to that point. Amen. It took time. So the glory carries depth. And if you continue to heavy, envy that glory, it can kill you. <laughs> Amen. I said, don't envy my glory because you never envied the process. What is envy? Envy will make you see what others are carrying. And then blindfold you to see what you are carrying. That is envy. Hmm? Envy. Only blind, envy, envy blindfolds you from seeing what you carry. But you only see what others are carrying. It will make you intimidated by people's success. And never make you see that you are a success carrier. That is envy. So most times you spend your time. Time that you will use to do something precious. Envying people. So envy gives you another new job. It gives you, it gives you that new job called gossip. Because if you want to envy, you must have to talk about it with somebody. So while you are envying, it gives you... God help us. It gives you... So timing is everything. Timing is everything. So what do you do with your time? You use your time to envy people. And when you are envying people, you want to discuss it with other people, persons. Time that you used to build. Because envy has blinded, blindfolded you from seeing what you carry. You don't have enough time to look at what you carry and not try it to get to that point. And then you are gossiping somebody else. And the person is climbing because the person is still working on what he carries. So you are using your time wrongly. I wrote here. I said we must know that the right thing done at the wrong time is the wrong thing. The wrong thing done at the right time is still the wrong thing. It must be the right thing at the right time. So envy only helps you to waste your time in gossip. It helps you to just waste your time. And the only thing you do is just gossip and gossip and gossip. You know, like I said here, I said most of us are asking God for a stage that we are not yet developed for to inhabit we are asking god for a stage that we are not yet developed for to inhabit and god shuts the door because you don't have what to deliver when you climb that stage so god shuts the door because you don't have what to deliver when you climb the stage so stop disturbing god rather follow instructions and then follow the process. So that's why most of us, we are praying for, 
for for over a year and there is it seems like nothing is happening because what you are asking god for you are not developed for it what you are asking god for you are not developed for it what you are asking god for you are not developed for it you are not on sunday my deacon dedicated this car and we are so happy I cannot be asking God for that kind of car. It will kill me. It will kill me. Yes, I need a car. I need a car, yes. I need. But not that kind of car now. But I need a car because it's very important to me. I know all the things I want to do. For car is not car is not big boy. You. Hope you know that. It's a necessity. It's not luxury. So if I have it now, it can it can even put money in my pocket. But I cannot ask for that kind of car. If I ask for that kind of car, it's envy. <laughs> so walking in his realm, what is the realm that we are talking about? I wrote here. I made researched. You know, what is realm? What is a realm? You can use a realm to refer a particular area of activity, interest, or thoughts. Hmm? Rem. You can use it to refer from dictionary, you know. And rem, rem, it's a word on its own. And then it's governed either by a ruler or a leader or a king. So that's why you see madmen on the streets. They are in a rem that only them understand. So that's why you cannot see a madman afraid. Have you seen a madman running from, even if they are fighting, he will walk past. And God is saying, walk with me in my own rem. Walk with me in what? In my own realm. God has his realm. And before you will get to glory point, you must enter that realm. And for you to walk in that realm, you have to kill self. You have to kill self. You have to kill self. Abraham! Abraham! Leave your father's house. There is a place I'm going to show you. Abraham left. From that point... Abraham, I will give you a son, right? He gave him a son. At a point, he said, Abraham, kill your, sacrifice your son. To we, is kilo. Abi, sacrifice your son. Abraham left the point, left that realm of just being a husband and became a servant. So, servant only obeys instructions, Right? So he left the realm of husbandhood to Sarah and entered another realm of servanthood. So whatever you tell me, I do. <laughs> Follow me, please. And then, when God told him to sacrifice his son, Isaac, from that point, it was a, it was, it was at least I think it was a longer time for him to get to the mountain where he sacrificed his son, right? So, on a norm, human sense will tell him, what are you doing, Abraham? You are a father. This is your first child. At what age? You waited for this boy for how long? So, you see what Rem does to you? It takes you out of your normal human mind. And make you focus on the things that is ahead of you. 
Hmm? <laughs> See, let me tell you the truth. When you get to a realm, to that realm, nothing matters again. Papa used to say this. He will tell you, when you get into a plane, at a time, you begin to see things around you. But the plane gets to one realm where just you and the plane. If they ask you to come down from the plane when it's up there, you will not. So you have made up your mind that you will stay in that plane till it gets down. And that is what God wants for us. Stay with me till I, I am ready to now bring you out. Don't come out. Don't come out. Don't come out. So it is a REM. REM is just like a hidden place. It takes you out of the, out of the public place and brings you into his REM and close you, shuts you from the eyes of people. And he closes the door and allows you to stay there. And you remain there until he's ready. And when, he, when you come out, you come out with his glory. So there is a REM. There is a REM. There is a REM. There is a realm. There is, we should understand it that it's, it's beyond the normal human mind. You can't walk with God. You can't enter into the realm of God with your human sense. It can't walk. It can't. It can't walk. It can't walk. Do you know that most times when we enter a plane, hmm, the driver has gotten to a point where he takes us to that realm. Because he's the only one that can pilot the plane up there. True of us. So whether the plane is so big, the driver is important more than every other person. The pilot, sorry. The pilot is as important as any other person. Now, do you know that there is difference between we that are taking public transport? There is this feeling when you are flying up and somebody is taking normal, um, somebody is taking public transport and you are flying. There is a kind of way they see you when you are coming out from the airport and when they meet you in the park, true of us. So that, to them, it's another realm. And they are praying to get to that place. So you cannot walk with God with your normal sense. You can't be human and be walking with God. <laughs> what is glory? dictionary meaning. He says, glory is something that have a source of honor, fame, admiration, distinguished ornament, or an object of pride. That is what I saw in the dictionary. That's glory. Hmm? So glory is something that have a source of honor, fame, admiration, distinguished ornament, or an object of pride. Now, but in the, in the case of God, what is God's glory? You know, Paul, uh, Jesus asked his disciples, he said, what did they say? Who did they say I am? And he now asked them, who do you say I am? So if we know what normal glory is, what about the glory of God? <laughs> Okay, so the glory of God, it is who God is, one. It is the essence of his nature. Glory is the essence of his nature. Two, the weight of his importance. Glory is the weight of God's importance. Three, glory is the radiance of his splendor. 
the radiance of his splendor. Glory is the demonstration of his power. And then glory is the atmosphere of his presence. So when you carry God's glory, you carry God around. And you cannot be walking with God and people will reject you. So we must understand what glory is. The reason why most of us struggle is because we don't carry God's glory. We are so, we are so, we are so focused on looking at what people are carrying and does not know that God has prepared a special glory for us that we should carry and then begin to envy other people and forgetting that God wants to take us through one realm and then come out to be glorious. To show forth his glory. So the reason why we envy most of ourselves in church is because we don't know ourselves that we carry glory. The reason why most of us envy ourselves in church, you know, we feel this person feels is too important than this other person is because you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. God's glory is not competition. Get it clear. God's glory is not competition. It is a, it's called glory. And when God's glory appears somewhere, it affects everybody. It's not competition. It's not this one. Do it better than this. So we should understand that. Glory. 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 God's glory. God's glory is important. It's important. Let's look at our text. Um, let's look at the book of Exodus. Exodus 33. 33 out. Exodus 33. 13 to 15. Let's just quickly look at that. I just pray. I... And make use of this. Hmm? Okay, it's on this. It's on the screen. Say now, where, now therefore, I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. Go next verse, please. And he said, My presence will do what? Who is speaking? God. To who? To Moses. He said, my presence shall go with you. And what? And I will give the rest. Now, go next. He said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not. So, there is, what is the essence of going to a place when God is not with you? You don't take decision that God has not acknowledged. It will fail. Whether you like it or not. Now look at the next verse. He said, For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found what? Grace in thy sight. It is not in that thou goest with us, so shall we be separated. And I, I, I and thy people from all the people that are upon the face. So okay, let's look from, let's look from verse 17. Let's go. Screw to verse 17. Okay. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do these things also that thou hast spoken. For thou hast found what? 
grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. Now look at the next verse. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy what? If you have promised me all this thing, let me see. It is your glory that matters to me. It is your glory that matters to me. Let's look at verse 23. Okay, let's just continue. Verse 18. And he said, uh, okay, okay, verse 19, let's go. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to show wh whom I will be gracious, and I will show mercy on whom I will do what? Show mercy. Why is he saying all of this? Because Moses asks for glory. His glory. His glory. Now, let's look at let's look at verse, um, chapter 34. Chapter 34. Of this same Exodus, chapter 34. Let's look from verse 28. Chapter 34, verse 28. Okay. I'll also read from this my side, but let's go. Chapter 34, verse 28. He said, And Moses did what? Was with the Lord. How many days? Forty days. And for, See, he was with God. In, it is, see, it takes somebody that understands what REM is to spend time with God. You cannot be spending time with God and be thinking what you will eat at home. I believe that Moses has family. Eh? But his normal mind told him, you have a family. But he went out of that, that, <laughs> that human realm and now entered into God's realm. So when he was with God, he was not thinking about anything. He was only thinking about who? God. Forty days and forty nights. He did neither what? Eat bread. Nor what? Drink water. Okay, so let's be fast. Neither eat bread or drink water. And he wrote upon the tables of the words of the covenant and then ten commandments. Let's go, 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 go. So that will be fast. And it came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of testimonies in Moses' hand, when he came down from the mount, that Moses was not that Moses wished not that the skin of his face shone while he walked with him. Now, I want to make us understand this part very well. What part is, what's, what is that? 29. Okay. So, he says, when my, my own version, message version, he said, when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, carrying the two, two tablets of the testimony, he didn't know that the skin of his face glowed message. He didn't know that the skin of his face glowed. Because he has been speaking with God. So he didn't know that all those why that he has been speaking with God, the skin of his face did what? Glowed. Because he has been speaking with God for 40 days and 40 nights.
He didn't, feel, he didn't feel it. He didn't feel it. Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses. Saw his radiant face and held back. Afraid to get close to him. Why? Because he spent too much time with God. And carried God and came out. So when the people saw him, they didn't see him. They saw God. And they were afraid. When they came out, they didn't see Moses. They saw God and they were afraid. Because he has been speaking with God for 40 days. Do you know what it means to talk to God for 5 minutes? And you are with God for 40 days and 40 nights. So when you see some men of God doing the extras, when you see some people doing the extras, you don't know how long they have been with God. And you are there envying them. I said that glory can kill you. <laughs> and Moses called unto them and said, and he called unto them and said, I think that's 31 Abi. Okay. So, okay, and Moses called unto them, Aaron and the leaders in the community came back to Moses, talked with him. See, oh, let's, let's have an understanding of this. Later, all the Israelites came up to him and he passed the commands. He passed on the commands, the commands, everything that God has told him on Mount Sinai. Now, see, until Moses had, as, until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. That is, the glory was too much. So, they cannot look at him. So he has to veil himself. That is the level of glory he was carrying. That is why some pastors can be doing a program here. And then a worshiper is doing another program there. And that place is more filled. And why some people will be asking what is going on. And why some, sometimes you see, you, you wonder why, have you, have you ever asked yourself how we will be in church? You didn't do evangelism, but for over a year, people have been coming to the church. It was because this altar is carrying God's glory. So when people pass the church, they see God and they enter. We are not the only church here. But people spend time here to talk to God. They spend time with God. And they tell God, bring these people. When the set man of this ministry spent time with God, left everything, was in that place serving in Benin, God told him, you will draw fish without bait. That is a level of glory. That is a level of glory. So it, he told him some years back, and now the fishes are coming. And then we are getting to a bigger glory. <laughs> hey, hey, God help us. God help us. God help us. Say, but when he went into the presence of God to speak with him, he removed the veil until he came out. That's 34. When he went into the presence of God to speak with him, he, do what, he did what? He removed it until he came out. So when he was with God, he was actually just by himself. But he was just speaking with God but not knowing that a whole lot of things have changed.
<laughs> Do you know why? Let me round up. I'm trying to round up here. Now, I want to give, I want to, God opened my eyes to something. Did you know that the miracle of Jesus, that party that they were talking about, that they did, the party, right? It was party, Abby. And they were drinking wine and other things. It, because it was a party, there was a DJ, I believe so. There were musicians that were playing. There was decoration. There was cake. There were food, right? And the wine got finished. The party continued. But the wine was important. Eh? When the wine finished, they knew that wine was finished. Even with the food and the decoration and the cake and everything, they were not satisfied because wine was missing. What does that wine represent? Glory. There was something that was missing in the party that made those men. They were like, ah, what is going on? So most times, most of us are like those people that don't see. You still think you carry the glory. Glory has departed and party is still going on. We are still doing activity. But... We are still doing activities. Activities is still going on. Church service is still going on. But where is the wine? So they knew that there was no wine. Even, and there was food. The food is important. Other things were important. The decoration was important. But when the wine got finished, it got people's attention. But the party was still going on. So people were in the party. The party was still going on. So some of us, some of the important things in our life has left. But we are still doing activities. We are still doing activities. We are still doing activities. And some of those things are not there. So the wine is important. Until they were panicking and he said, go and meet him. Anything he said you should do. do. When the wine came back, it was sweeter than the first one. They noticed and they were asking, where is this wine? So it's just like the party is restarting again. So what has, what has been going on? Because I know that when that, party, when that wine finished, there was still party. So but when the new wine came, it was like they just started on that party. So that means the first party is a waste. So there is a kind of glory you will carry. People will know that something has shifted. You don't have to be introducing yourself. I am Mr. This. I used to do this. No, 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 no. Sometimes you don't even have to say something. Have you seen that sometimes you just meet people, people will just ask you, please, sorry, what do you do? Even if they don't need you, but they just feel like there is just, just, there is just this thing that is just attracting them to you. Sometimes they employ you in their company. They will be even thinking of, what do you think you can do in this company? And others are looking for that job. It is a realm. So I tell people, look, seek, seek to carry God's glory. Seek. Seek. Seek to carry God's glory. There is a realm. Sometimes I, I will always talk about uh, uh, my elder, elder shepherd. I said there is, there is just this thing. Sometimes we, we will just argue, argue. And I will just tell them, there is just this thing about this man. There is the one grace that he carries. And I must have to just be submissive to him because I want to enjoy that same grace. So no matter what he does to me, even if I verse, I will still come back and say, ah, pale. <laughs> you say, easy, easy, you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> say, you, you stop on now, nah, but <laughs> I forgive you. <laughs> and we'll just laugh and we'll settle it. But then, there is a grace he carries. 
there is just this glory that he carries. How do you explain all the things that has happened to him and his children? They were all here in Nigeria, but now citizens of all that country is an evil man. Is, you, do you get what I'm saying? It's a, it's a glory, it's a realm. And if I must get there, I must be submissive for him to enjoy that same grace. Now, I'll round up with this. I said people borrow money that they don't need. And people borrow money that they don't have. People borrow money that they don't have to buy what they don't need. To impress people that don't care about them. And then at the end of the day, fall into depression. You borrow money you don't have to buy what you don't need. Because you want to impress people that don't care about you. And at the end of the day, you fall into depression. Why? You are trying to buy clothes that is worth 100,000. To impress which people? If you carry glory, even if you wear something that, is, that you bought 200, God's glory will, will, will radiate on that clothes. And people will begin to ask you, my brother, what happened? And I only you did this church. Papa talked about something that happened, an event where somebody wore an expensive clothes and was passing and nobody was, and he was, she was the one introducing herself and I don't see me. That is a lost priority. But when you carry God's glory, whether the clothes is 200 naira, God will reveal himself on you. I have seen people go for a job interview and they, they spend money on cologne, you know, and all of all those things. They spend over 800,000. And as you just, as you get to the gates, somehow some people begin to get angry, including the persons that want to employ you. And some people will just put this thing called to Satusa and they will just tell the person, you smell nice. First, it is glory. It is glory. It is glory. Tell your neighbor, say, carry God's glory. Tell your neighbor, say, in 2024. Tell your neighbor, say, in 2024, I have vowed I must carry God's glory. I must walk in the realm of God. I must walk in his realm. And I must carry his glory. Can we just lift up our voices and magnify Jesus tonight? We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30pm and Sundays 8.30am at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi, Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.